Hey, I want to welcome everybody to tomorrow's motivational podcasts. My name is Tyrell Spray. I'm I'm hosting for us today, and uh, I'm doing it because it's uh, Don Trell's birthday, and so whoop, whoop. that's right. Whoop whoop. So one of the things that that Don Trell's uh, passionate about is is sharing experiences and helping people and putting everything together. And so I have the opportunity to kind of give back what he's been given. And so uh, that's that's what our treat is for you guys today. So for his birthday, we're doing a, an interview of him. So we'll start by having Don Trell tell himself, uh, tell you guys a little bit more about himself. So Don Trell. Hello, Yes, thank you so much, Tyrell. Uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this interview with me. It means a lot. And yes, um, a little bit about myself. Well, I'm from the state of Texas, and you know, I I've been able to really enjoy uh, getting to know so many people just over the years, especially through through our faith, through our church. And I love that in each each person that I meet, I, I feel like I learn and grow from. And so I didn't want those those lessons and those those honest, you know, hardworking mentors to go unnoticed. I felt like because I see a lot of the hard work that they do and a lot of the time and energy that they put into doing their part and making their communities and, you know, places of work and worship better places. I I just wanted to do something initially to give back um, and really just to, to give them praise for a lot of the stuff that goes unnoticed and that, that they're not really looking for the recognition, you know what I mean? And, and I would say you're one of those people as well. So, you know, thank you for your example. Oh, thank you. I I don't feel like I did much, but I, I appreciate that. And I think that's often the case. Like when you, you, you find that a lot in people that sometimes they don't feel like they did a whole lot, but it, we, we don't want to undermine that, that experience that they've had and that they share with people. So it's kind of cool. What, what was it that kind of led to the podcast process? Like, like why podcasts to, to kind of, I guess in a way, honor these people? That's a great question. So that came to be just because while I was in college, I had the opportunity to uh, do a podcast uh, for the university where I went and also where I worked at for a short time. And while I was doing the inter- the internship, I I learned about podcasting. And during that time, it was a it was a kind of challenging time for me personally because you know i was trying to still find myself and and what i wanted to do and at the height of of graduate school i i kind of just felt isolated because i was i was studying a whole lot i was keeping myself in the library and with tutors and things and i felt like i was neglecting a lot of people that were close to me and so one night i remember just feeling just really bad like i i was not being a good friend that I was not showing enough appreciation to those people that it really made a difference for me. And so I just, I honestly just prayed and and wanted to know what I could do, you know, to let individuals know. And I, I felt like 
I received, um, you know, a personal revelation that just said that I could use the technology that was available um, to, to do that with. And initially I thought that would have been social media, like just direct messaging, like through words on social media. And that just didn't feel like enough. And then, you know, I got continued like inspiration that no, like it was more interpersonal being able to do it through through this, like a um, a medium, a platform kind of similar to radio. And I thought, yeah, okay, I can I can do that because I'd had some some practice with it, you know, by that point and felt, you know, somewhat okay, comfortable behind the mics. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, and then the the next few years after that, I it was just a journey in trying to figure out the right way to do it and the, you know, learning how to, to do what I could. That's pretty cool. I, uh, I like how you mentioned how you, you feel comfortable behind the mic or, or getting comfortable behind the mic. I, I, I feel a little nervous. Behind the mic. <laughs> yeah. You feel a little nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's kind of fun. Almost. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, stuff that's cool so then i actually remember when you started taking the courses like to to start doing podcasts and stuff like that and i Mm -hmm. I remember how excited you were and and the you'd you would call me and share with me how uh how excited you were with the learning and the experiences and your mentors because you had mentors that you had hired to help you with uh uh progressing that and that was that was really cool that was really cool what i think i liked the most about it was that you in essence there's an R that comes from a person who is going after their dream and, and going after something and setting goals and moving towards that. And, and, and it motivates people and it motivated me. And so I thought that was really inspiring, I guess is where I'm getting at on that. So um, with Morrow's motivational podcast, what's, what's the, what do you plan to accomplish? What is it that you're trying to, to bring out with your podcasts? So the main purpose of the podcast now is to bring out just the inspirational stories of just ordinary individuals. Um, Like I mentioned before, one of the things I noticed a lot in my friends and and people in the community at school and, and places that I lived, that there was so much good going on. And at that time, there was just a lot of harshness and negativity that was being just put all over like the media. And it was, it was hard to like, feel like I could watch anything, you know, on television, you know, that, that just did not have that, that upliftment, you know, church was where I felt I was receiving that the most. And outside of that, it was like, well, I really don't, have much to listen to. And I started actually listening to podcasts, um, but I, I watched them mostly on YouTube. I didn't know they were podcasts at the time. <laughs> I just learned really how to just find stuff on YouTube. And and so that's what I did. And I, I, I found a lot of inspiration stuff from there. And so as, as it's adapted and as I've kind of like, you know, grown with, with the podcasting medium, the one thing I thought what I wanted to do was just to have just motivational stories. And I, I try to reach out to people who either I've had the opportunity or pleasure 
of knowing um, or those that are in the community or in the world that are champions of doing things that help people and help them become better and help lead and mentor. So that's kind of what I look for. Um, and, and I'm always the most excited, just, just telling their stories. That's pretty cool. How do you, uh, how do you find them? Like what, what's the, what's the process? You know, it, it varies. I, I would say one way I find them, like I follow other people's podcasts. I, I look on social media um, and, and then I just reach out to people locally, just in my community um, or people that I, again, that I've known and that I've met uh, through the years and I'll reconnect um, and I'll just let them know what I'm doing and just really let them know that, you know, how they personally inspired me and how I would really love the opportunity to help share their story if they give me that opportunity and so that's that's been the process I've done now. Um, as we record this today, I've had one person reach out to me who's a motivational speaker and mentor that I'm excited to interview here in just a, another week or so. Um, but that was, you know, that to me was wonderful to have someone that listened to the podcast that are already up and running and really liked what he heard uh, to reach out. And so I'm excited to do that and to have that opportunity. I feel like it just, it's a wonderful world of like being able to really interconnect, um, in more ways than I thought were possible. Dude, that's cool. That's really, really cool. Uh, what lessons do you feel like you've learned in, in setting up the podcast and, and going through the process? Uh, the one thing I've learned the most is that it is, definitely okay to ask for help. Um, in the beginning, I tried to figure a lot out by myself and that's what made it take more time and, and was more, you know, longer process. But, you know, I also, I didn't know who to ask, but when I did start asking, you know, it was hard for me to keep doing it because I initially had a lot of you know, ways and, and paths that I thought the podcast would go down and the people that, you know, initially were a part of it. And a lot of cases, like we had different ideas or life took us in different directions and it just never really worked out the way that we initially all planned on it doing at first. And that was hard to kind of navigate, I think, at first. But the thing I've learned is that there's always going to be someone that's in the right field or area that that can help and that can help you learn, you know, just how to grow. That that can be an, essentially that mentor. And that's what I look for now. And so I've had the pleasure of being able to be around uh, mentors that have helped me as far as producing and as far as, you know, just giving me uh, great tips on what to do to really make it the best place uh, for what I really have as a viewpoint and as a vision for the podcast, which is to motivate people. You know, I, I, uh, we've been friends for a long time. And so I've heard you talk about some of the challenges that you've had as you've been putting this together. And, and uh, I think one of the inspiring things for me is how, even as you've had ups and flows and ups and downs of of getting this podcast working, 
um, you've, you've never stopped. You've always kept going. You've always uh, figured out a way. Um, and I think that's pretty much the essence of what you're trying to, to do with the, the podcast is that you want to in, influence or, or inspire us with uh, experiences that will help each of us um, overcome our individual challenges and move forward. And uh, do you have some challenges that, that, that you would like to share that you had come across and how you overcame them and what you did to overcome those? Oh, yes. Uh, there were many challenges. Uh, <laughs> I guess the main one for me was just trying to understand how to work the podcast uh, through technology. Mm-hmm. I think that was the the first big thing. And I didn't realize that, again, that there were, you know, courses and and mentors that were locally nearby a lot closer to me than I realized um, essentially on the campus. And yeah, I, I think that was the scary part is being able to make sure like that, oh, did I know how to work it? Is it, is it going to work right? Or, you know, just knowing where to find the latest technology. And again, you know, I learned that I just had to reach out to people and in some ways, even when I didn't know where to find them and they were kind of nearby or in front of me, the Lord was very merciful and would bring people into my path over a certain period of time. And it always seemed like the right time. It was always after some difficult challenge that I had where I could have felt like all was completely lost. And I felt that, um, I remember at least, especially a couple years ago when I was trying to work with, you know, individuals and the, the, the working relationship just was more complicated than I think we both, you know, could have predicted that it would be. And it, it wasn't necessarily one person's fault or the other. It was just, just circumstances being just so like, so crazy at the point, like the schedules were busy, you know, working. I think I was working two jobs at that point. I think some of the others, that were working with me were doing the same plus had school and you know it was just a lot of stress a lot of late nights no no sleep trying to figure out things and having each person pull their own weight and i think i relied in the beginning heavily on that um because i didn't know any better and so when i finally let go of that notion and saw okay you can still do this even if it is by yourself that's when I made the decision and that's when things turned around where I feel like the Lord led me um, to others, including, you know, my producer and editor of the podcast um, that I, that I'm with now was Growler Media. Um, and yeah. And, and a few others actually. That's really cool. So I'm going to change uh, direction a little bit. So we've talked a lot about the the creation of of Maro's motivational podcast, and we've talked about your your process a little bit. Now I, I, I'm going to take us, you know, to getting to know you better. Um, so tell us uh, tell us a couple of things that you love. What's what's some of your favorite things? Oh my goodness! Well, uh, some of my favorite things. Well, I love I I love watching. Uh, documentaries and biographies of individuals. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I do. I love staying up 
to date with current events when it concerns like journalism or the news. Um, I'm actually more of a like politics follower kind of person. I probably watch that more religiously than I watch any sport just because I feel like I want to be in the know with what's going on in the world. And I really want to see, I mean, it's sad that I can honestly say that C-SPAN is one of my favorite pastimes to not only watch like the the leaders of the country, like debating or talking about, you know, their plans, but also even reading those bills that they put out. Um, you know, that's the one thing that insomnia will do for you. I mean, if you really, <laughs> if you really find some good things to do, it's like, well, if it doesn't put me to sleep, at least I'll learn something by reading what's All right. going on. <laughs> um, you know, I love being with friends. Um, a lot of them, you know, I live further away from now and, and that seemed to be the trend, especially after school. Mm. Um, after school was finished, I should say. And then, um, what else do I like? I like serving. I like serving in the community, serving in our church. Um, uh, yeah. And now most recently, like, trying to spend time with family as much as I, as much as our schedules allow it to. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be closer to family. You just moved back closer to, to family. So that's, that's true. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is nice to, to not be so far away. I didn't know you liked documentaries so much. I, I love documentaries. Absolutely love documentaries. Uh, you said you specifically like ones about individuals. Is that right? I do. I like history ones as well. But usually, like, if it's focused on, like, an individual. So, like, if I'm watching something, like, about history, like, if it's, I may see something and I'll watch, like, a George Washington or Abraham Lincoln. So, I like watching and focusing on the actual, I guess, individuals. I do like learning the history, too, as well. But it just is something about storytelling and just learning because I I can, I find that I can... um, connect like the threads of different people's stories with how it either compares to someone else. And when you see someone successful and like an avenue, like whatever it is, whether it's arts or, you know, music or, you know, whatever it is, the one thing I love connecting the threads to is that each story, even though it's unique and independent in its own right, it's a, it's a, larger telling story because it connects with why did the people become so successful in that medium that they chose and how did they know that that's what they were supposed to do? And all of them say it's because they just realized that it was something that they were passionate about and they knew it from a time when they were younger, that it was just something that was just there. And the challenge was discovering that for themselves and really just leaning into that, even despite the challenges or the naysayers, that they just didn't give up and they wouldn't they wouldn't take no for an answer. They just figured out how to do it. So that I think I love that. And I because I can spot it anywhere in any motivational like talk or or history. So that's can't you tell I'm nerdy about it? I've just rambled about it all this time. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's awesome. It, it, it's a. Uh, it's it kind of. I think I agree. I think that's what makes it so fun for me too, because it like it like shows how, I guess, intertwined we all are, right? There's so many things that are similar, but 
but there's those unique things about us that just make us tick. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then, you know, there's the community aspect of it as well. Like we tend to, to, uh, I guess attract or, or draw to others that have similar things. Like you, you tend to, like if you're trying to become better at something, um, it's often done through finding others who also have the same passions, right? Like if you're trying to become better at a sport, you tend to become friends with others who also want to be better at that sport or those things. Though I'm not very sporty, I, you know. But. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, um, so we've talked about what you what you like. What are you scared of? What What are you the most scared of? And and uh, and then I'm going to ask you a follow up question after that. You know, I think the only thing that I'm really scared of is that I am not able or won't ever be able to help everyone in the way that I'd like to. Um, I, I, I pride myself on trying to, you know, to be a good friend and on trying to really be as connected as I can be. But I know that there are places where I fall short and it's just because of, Again, circumstances, time, finances, um, work, you know, because I, 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 I work and have tried to like put myself towards an education, uh, career for a long time. And I've, I've been working on that front to make that a reality. And, and so when you try to do so many things, you, you only have a certain amount of time left. And I always feel like, okay, I'm going to try to give that time to everything I can that can help. And so the podcast is one way I feel like I can do that. And, you know, that it's relatively, you know, more time friendly for me to do, despite a lot of things that I, I do have to do and I'm trying to, to work on. But um, I think that's the scary thing is that I feel like, that I won't ever really have enough time to help everyone or impact everyone that I'd like to. That makes sense. That's a, I get that fear. In fact, uh, my wife and I were just talking about some of the challenges with that. Cause it's, it's a, I, I think we often put the strongest standards against ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, like how hard we, we do it. And it kind of becomes like our own motivator, right? Like that's in essence, that's what's driven you to become the founder of Morrow's motivational podcast, right? Because you're, you're, it's your fear of lack of connection that has, I guess, created the birth of this wonderful program that's making it so that you can, you know, connect people even better. And, uh, and so I just think that's kind of interesting how sometimes our fears are also some of our, our biggest motivators. Um, and so, so yeah. Uh, what kind of, what kind of legacy are you hoping to leave? Uh, through your through not just the Mario Mario's motivational podcast, but just with your life, what do you what do you want to do? Well, the only thing I can honestly say I'd like to do is just be able to, like any legacy I'd leave, is just I'd want people to know that I really did genuinely love and care about them and appreciated everything that they chose to give me, you know, I, I don't see myself as being anyone extra special or important. Um, 
I and so whenever someone gives me, you know, the kind of connection and friendship like even you and I have, it's the one thing that means the most to me. Um, because I feel like it's the only one thing I can leave on this earth, uh, regardless of whatever happens um, as I really leave the earth. But I feel like it's the only thing that I can also take with me, um, you know, to the to the next life after this. I I believe in that in life after death, and um, and and so that's the, that's the lasting thing. So my legacy, I would like people to know that I really for everyone who gave me, you know, of their time and of their their skills and their love and their mentorship that I never took it for granted. Um, and if I never said it to them personally, that I do love them and that I, I, you know, cherish those moments. I mean, more than probably people might know, um, that's the thing that I, I think about constantly. And it is kind of what motivates me to, to not only stay connected to them, but to try to, even connect the world to, in essence, their stories, because I really want them to see who those individuals are, not just to me personally, but to the world and the community, if they're given the chance to be, if people allow them to be. So I guess that's that's my legacy of what I'd want to leave from my life and, you know, especially with the podcast. Dude, thanks. I want to add, a, I guess, a story, because I think you are doing that legacy. Um, I'll start with the story of when we met, because that's, that's kind of where your legacy started on me. And uh, so I remember um, I had just started my, my mission with the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when we, were, when I, when we first met. And I just remember, uh, you know, my, uh, the... Elder Spackman, who I was working with, he says, uh, yeah, Dontrell's coming to, to work with us. And I was like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, cause I don't even know what's going on. Right. I'm still only been, uh, been there for three weeks, I think, or if that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, you had come and we met and we were driving around and, and going to all of the locations that we had. And I remember the music you were playing, uh, top notch, like good stuff. I, I think you put it in there for us cause it was like spiritual music and, and stuff but it, it was it, it was my EFY just because I had just got off the mission and yeah I, I knew all of those good songs dude <laughs> oh my gosh it was so good so I loved that they were good songs I remember uh I forgot you were just off your mission that's right you yeah. had just gotten off your mission and uh uh man we've known each other that long that's crazy um 11 years <laughs> yeah so then uh I remember that and then uh, uh, you and I just, just clicked. Like you had, you started sharing with me, uh, so many cool experiences that you had had, how you came, uh, into the church, how you were, uh, how you gained your testimony, all these different kinds of things. And that all influenced me. Like I was, I was young. I had just started this. Um, I guess technically we both were young, but, uh, um, like that just started a, a friendship that, that continued from then on. You moved to Utah shortly after that, and we stayed in contact. And and uh, um, you kept uh, progressing through education and and through everything like that. And and 
you know, I remember watching you as you were going through uh, school and the stresses of school. I started school and then quit. You know, I, I, I went on to something else and now I'm back in it, you know, years later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so your, your inspiration on that helped with me a lot. Um, uh, you are most diligent in making sure that, that uh, everyone stays in contact. Like because of you, I've met so many of my good friends. I remember meeting McKay through you. You met Trevor and Nate through me. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, uh, and Dirk, can't forget mm-hmm. Dirk. Of course he served in the same mission for a little bit there. but Right, ironically. <laughs> yeah, I know that was so cool. <laughs> and, uh, but you have been, in essence, the uh, a binding agent for relationships, um, for not just me and many of our friends, but but there are so many times that I'm meeting new people that either you had served with or worked with, or you know you, you're just connecting people all over the places you're going, and uh, um, like uh, you know Crockett, everybody, and so it's just a it's a motivation to me your diligence and 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 uh, reaching out to people, and uh, it just blows me away. Um, I think it's really cool what you've been doing, and and I just I want to wish you a happy birthday, man. Um, this is really cool, putting everything together. Um, I, I'm just, I'm very impressed, very, very impressed. And so, um, other than Thank that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, brother. Um you know, I'm glad I was able to inspire you. Um, you know, I feel like you, you're absolutely right. We did connect really well. And I've always seen our friendship as a blessing. And I am so glad. Those were some of my uh, happiest memories that I can recall. And, and you know, it, each season brings, I feel like the Lord brings you where you need to be and and make sure that you have what you need. Mm-hmm. And he did in the season, in that specific season, I remember going up to to your hometown and, and being able to be, you know, like visit you after your service. Uh-huh. And, and of course, yeah, meeting Dirk and, and Trevor and Nate, <laughs> all of those wonderful guys and love. Yeah, we met uh, McKay and uh-huh. through Cody, you met Cody. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. Cody, yeah. Yeah, and and it's great. I loved how everyone connected and how it just. I mean, that's also something I'd like to do with the with the podcast, and I and I I feel like it's going to happen just like it happened naturally for us over time, mm-hmm. and it happened in its season. But I'm I'm very hopeful and you know very prayerful and feeling you know inspired by it, just like everything else. So. Dude, that's legit. <laughs> of course, I think that's old wor- verbiage, isn't it? Isn't that so nineties legit? Right? Hey, that that's our time period. We're gonna <laughs> stick to it, okay? <laughs> we're still considered the millennial group, so we're fine. I think it cut out that last little bit. I apologize, dude. 